The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest brother. My voice sounds like this today. My name is Travis McElroy, your middlest brother. And I am Griffin. Guys, what the fuck even is going on anymore? It was a rough weekend. There, there was, was much ribaldry to be had. There was a lot, as they say, going on. I'm there was a lot of folks... Turn my ceiling fan off. Forgot to turn that off, and there's a little bit of sound in the studio. Going to be a rough one. I think that this one's going to be a rough gym. No, I think there's going to be some true diamonds to polish. This one's going to this one's going to be a jagged little pill. This one's going to be. This is the diamond in the rough. We have located the diamond in the rough for you. Now the impetus is on you to detect its diamondosity. Count the carrots. Observe the purity. Just you must constantly recut it and recut it as it grows smaller and smaller, and yet you grow more and more unsatisfied with its perfection. Recut it with the diamond cutting tool of apology and also making excuses in your mind for our comedy and learn to appreciate this diamond in the rough. Because that's what growing up is. You're an adult now. Congratulations. Here's a certificate. Life is just a series of shittier and shittier diamonds. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's awful negative. I didn't get it. I didn't get the metaphor that you were crafting. I'm just saying this is an episode that only the true fans will appreciate. I think all of our last like six to seven episodes have been for true fans only. I feel like maybe we're becoming a little bit insular. I felt like our last six or seven episodes were for true blood fans only. Well, that's because we talked a lot about True Blood, Travis. A lot about a True Blood. A lot about True Blood. It was exclusionary. Guys. Yes? Yeah. This podcast is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drill down. I can't keep... I can't... The pace, the breakneck pace at which we are traveling and doing shit and doing other shit it's like the rock star is, lifestyle of the po- it, i remember reading about this in uh in david lee ross biography when he talked about how rough podcasting was on him it's but this that was episode can we finally just cut the shit let's cut the bullshit can we sh- cut the bullshit and just like talk to each other uh, about how t- how tired we are. We got a lot of irons in the fire. And it's our fucking fault. Like, we left those irons here like, I'll get it later. But now it's like, hey, you got until Monday to get all those fucking irons out. And it's like, oh, but they're so hot. And I left my iron gloves. We, we're being evicted from our blacksmith room. Yeah. Um. I mean, whatever. This is... <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Whatever. Like, it's... This is our... This is our welcome to the privilege hour. I love but, it. Like I'm so fucking beat, dog. 
I, I mean, mean, it was a big thing. ass weekend. We're not. Here's the thing, though. Like, I think a lot of like, I think a lot of the mistakes that true entertainers, the the real you know tears of a clown types, the make is they go on stage and they try to do a great show and it's just not in them, and then people say they've lost it, and it's like, well, that's hurtful. So what we're saying is. We've lost it. Yeah. But we'll get it back. We just want you to be invested in the journey with us. We're not going to lie to you and say, hey, this is like, you know what? Best show. But maybe (laughs) it might be. We make it up every week. Every week. A man falls in a hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And And dies. Guy walks by and he's like, "You're in a hole." Forty-two and that sucks. other miners fall in the hole with him, and then there's chilly. and then they find a TV down there, and they just start like hanging out for a while while they hide from their jobs, and it's this pretty is, cool. This is our reboot of Roundhouse. It's called Ground Hole, and it's a kids' <laughs> club, a subterranean kids' club. Hey, that was pretty good. It's turning around already. I got home last night from the West Coast. I woke up at 5.30 a.m. West Coast time. Then I went to sleep at 1 a.m. this time. And then my baby woke up at 5.30 a.m. this time. Then I went back to sleep. I am doing jet lag the worst anyone has done it. I found a secret new jet lag inside jet lag. Justin Justin somehow set his internal clock to, like, Korea. I woke up and I saw the leprechauns, like, dart back under, like, there's no way he's awake right now. Now you know where all your shoes come from. Now you know where all your, all your left socks have gone. They've been all, it's impossible. But like, I woke up and my stuffed animals were still like singing and talking and interacting <laughs> with each other. No, no, it, Justin, it's impossible. There's no way you're awake right now. <sighs> what the fuck, dude? We're going to get forget now. about the, the, the teddy bear picnic. How could you witness the teddy bear picnic? There's no way you're awake. But like, come to think of it, I don't know when you would be asleep either. You're pretty fucked up right now. You didn't yeah, see I the know. shit before the teddy bear picnic, right? Because that's when it was raw. You you just saw. Look, I'll be the- honest. The teddy bear picnic is kind of a cool down. <laughs> <laughs> teddy bear picnic's like our chill out tent. And that's the day the teddy bears had their fuck fest. You didn't see our eyes wide shut, oh, homage, shit, guys. did you? Do you remember when I just yell sang and that's the day the teddy bears had their fuck fest because that is the exact time that my mailman decided to drop off my mail right outside my office. We got a complicated relationship, me and this dude. Let's do some questions. Man, though. He's a good man. Get that mail to you, rain or sign, or jump up someone yelling about teddy bear fuck fest. Sleet or snow or horrifying imagery, the mailman just keeps chugging on. Do you look out on your lawn and see if he's just, like, seated out there with his head in his hands? Like, he's calling his wife. Me, no, this is my last day. You let know what? Che- I can't me, do this anymore. I'm out the game. Let me check real quick. Yeah, he's baiting. Oh, <laughs> nice. Your mailman's dirty. He's a dirty it. little postal boy. I travel for work a lot. Usually with one particularly clingy and incompetent colleague. I thought I was going to sing this whole question. I got five words in and bailed. I need a fair amount of alone time in order to function. And also, I find her to be extremely annoying company. She's just the opposite and expects to eat every meal together. 
a few times I've gotten away from her for dinner, but the next day she complains about loneliness. How can I get more meals alone without alienating my colleague? That's from desperately seeking solitude. Fuck, that sucks. Damn, that's a hard question to start with. Uh, Might I make a proposal? I propose that what you need to do is, upon one of these forced dinners, you need to invent another friend who's very clingy. And say, oh, yes, I have a, a, oh, this clingy friend, Susan, and she doesn't seem to understand that I need some alone time, you know what I mean? To function, and oh, it gets, it just, she's great and all, don't get me wrong, I like Susan, but sometimes you just need some time to, like, recenter yourself and really think about, now, this may or may not solve the problem. Maybe your clingy work colleague gets the hint and goes like, oh, okay, I'm getting now that this is a person. But what it does provide you is in the future, if this person is clingy again, you're able to say like, you know, it's I, 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 like I said, I just need a little alone time. And you've already, like, in the past, brought up the subject, makes it easier to bring up a but, second time. What if, but what if you're like, what if, like, your friend's like, she sounds fun. What's her number? Give it to me. I'm gonna hit her up. You can't. Sorry, Justin. Let me just step in here. You can't do an impression of any woman that sounds like that. You cannot do. You're <laughs> that is the embodiment of the cartoon Kathy. Yeah, that's you just did a Kathy, my dude. Yeah, I mean, there's like I love all people. Yeah, I give due respect to everyone, regardless of. Didn't just didn't like literally it. anything at this point. Didn't. There are still Cathy's in the world, Griffin. That the Earth still doth contain Cathy's. I would give them uh, the 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 emotional right of way that I give to all peoples. They still exist and have voices. But I'm saying historically, I am giving his- voices to the Cathy's. Why should you silence them? I'm Do not it, silence the his, Cathy's. His, Let he who is without Cathy's throw the first stone. Historically, that is a, a voice you do of a bad person. On the Justin McRoy voiceometer scale, it's when you do a good person, he sounds like you, but when you do a bad person, it sounds like Cathy. Yep. I'm, just, I'm just saying you have a, a confirmation, a Kathy confirmation bias. You're saying that I've got kind of a Jekyll and Hyde, Justin and Kathy situation. You do, you do, you do. That is my favorite morning show, by the way. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Kathy. <laughs> listen, listen, can you do anything to like sort of sell the merits of loneliness chill out times? Maybe get her on geocaching. Well, I don't spend my lonely times geocaching, although I oh, should. Oh, you don't? I should fill those hours with little treasure hunts for spoons and whatnot, coupons. I have wondered my entire life who the fuck would eat at community tables at restaurants. I think I have just cracked the case. It's you. This, you have to find restaurants that have shared tables, family-style dining, and then you are muting the blow. She can talk to other people oh, there at the I table. See. You know what I'm saying? So like those, like, you're refracting the attention. So strangers, alone. strangers sitting at community tables at restaurants are just friends whose dinners you haven't ruined yet. With Kathy. With your With fucking bullshit. nonstop horseshit chatter. They're trying <laughs> to enjoy their steak frites. Can I tell you guys what I actually do about this scenario in my real life? Uh, back when I used to to be in a lot of different work environments. 
I would often have these situations. Uh, sometimes it was in a car traveling to news events with a, a person I found particularly distasteful or unpleasant to be around, but was not a malicious sort of person that did not deserve my my scorn. What I would do is I would find a subject that this is, this is I don't know if this is terrible or genius. You guys got to help me. I would find a subject that I had some passing interest in that the person was an expert about. Like I would talk to them until I found something that they knew a lot about and then just decide that I was going to absorb all of their knowledge about this specific topic. I right? like that. So maybe they grew up in, in Wisconsin, for example, uh, and I was like, I don't know fucking shit about Wisconsin. Tell what me I'm about the do, Dells. I'm going to learn fucking everything <laughs> you know about Wisconsin. I'm going to like put a put my 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 little uh, sucker under your medulla oblongata and absorb all of your knowledge. I want to know yeah. Wisconsin I, in the biblical sense, the, and the, that's all we're going to talk about any time we're together. You're the big fat worm from Starship Troopers. Exactly, you just jack right into the Justin, brain matrix. I love con because it's mutually beneficial. You get to learn about a subject that you're you're interested in. You get a little bit better, and they get to like feel like they're you know having the interaction with you. This is great. But then yes. you say, but then you say, I you're all used up, Jerry. Jerry, Sorry, got, got, keep Jerry, going. no, you don't got nothing. You're all used up, Jerry. And then you Ooh. eat his head. What Sorry, Vicky, I don't have anything else to learn from you. I'm closing this Wikipedia page, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna learn from somebody else. What about this? Make plans with them for like a specific, like we'll have dinner together, right? And then the other 23 hours of the day are yours. Oh, that's a good idea, Trav. Like you could say, well, listen, I got some errands I gotta run, but I'll see you at nine for our dinner at McDonald's, right? So that yeah. way they get to feel like they get the interaction with you. They don't get to complain about loneliness, but it's not this weird amorphous hanging out could last forever. Yeah. Do you guys want Yahoo? Yeah, man. Yeah, that like fixed it. Thank you. Here comes the Yahoo. Between those two advices, I think there's some good advice in yeah. there. Here comes a fresh one. Flip it. Fresh new bile one. Flip it off the dome. It's from Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Archie who asks, I think I swap bodies with my goldfish at night. Help. I think I swap bodies with my goldfish at night. Help. When I go to sleep, I keep seeing flashes of an image of blurred water. Eventually, when I go to sleep, all I can see is the inside of my goldfish's goldfish bowl. And when I swam to the end of the bowl, I can see my body flapping around. I think I swap bodies with my goldfish. This happens. This happens most nights. Your body was flapping around. So the goldfish was in your body freaking the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, you would fucking hate and but you it's bad for you. Because you're a goldfish. Imagine how bad it is for your sweet goldfish, though. The goldfish is getting the short end of the stick. Like, up till now, the only world this fish has known has been a purely uh, water-based one. But it wait, what if you look over through the, the watery water of the tank and you see your goldfish? A goldfish is touching your wife. No! <laughs> Goldfish dies, my wife. No, you mustn't. And it's emptying your bank account. 
<laughs> while touching your while wife. While touching your wife. Your goldfish is ambidextrous. One hand on your wife, one hand on the keyboard of your computer. How is that goldfish not a type? I don't know. He was watched you do it, probably. How long has this been going on? What if you look over and your goldfish is in your cat and your cat is in your body and you're in the goldfish? Yeah. And Everybody like, just jumped one to the left. I like that. And But then your wife jumped into your dog and Uh then oh man this is getting crazy (laughs) justin you there yeah i'm here what happened just listening just doing some fan art doing some fan art of this classic bit (laughs) no i uh i thought that um thought maybe there was an incredible mr limpet uh goof in here somewhere fuck dude i could hear the gears turning but then they didn't turn well i kept waiting for the moment and then there wasn't one do you want me to the wikipedia page for the that's okay 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 okay. i knew i knew there was some sort of ghostwriter web surfing going on (laughs) i knew that we caught you in a genuine web surf sequence and i'm glad that we got to the bottom of it can we this talk the, about Mr. Limpet? This is the equivalent of podcast juicing, is what you've discovered. Like, you've caught me with Yeah, a, if, a juicing, bag, if juicing made you fucking worse at a thing. <laughs> no, it's like if you juicing knocked me over distracted the, you from baseball. You knocked me over in the locker room and a, a bag, a, a little Ziploc baggie of Wikipedias fell <laughs> out no, of my No, you were shirt. actually next in the order. You were up to bat, but you weren't <laughs> fucking there because you were too busy buying the juice. <laughs> I was next to Matt and you couldn't find me. And then you looked into the crowd and saw me wandering up and down the aisles like, does anybody have some steroids? Yeah. Hey, does anybody have some steroids before my quick up at bat? Um, But you're here now and we're back together again and it, ooh, reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> There's something funny about this situation, Justin. Talk about Mr. Limpet. Did you know in the film The Incredible Mr. Limpet, he falls in the water and is changed inexplicably into a fish. I this, I love that writing, by the way. It was always my favorite thing about that movie. It happens. Nobody questions it. There's it no just justification. It happens. Now, the crazier thing, though, is that he falls in love with a fish. Mm-hmm. Like, how quickly... He abandons his humanity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. So those two, those two explain each other, right? He falls in the water, and he's a fish. And for a split second, he's like, ah, oh, no, my life. I got to leave it behind. But then he's also like, but I can finally fuck a fish. I'm going to fuck that fish. And no and one's he loves you know, and you, about And you know who he's been done with that his whole life secretly. Yeah. Can I just say, I remember watching that movie when I was like 10 years old and like, no joke, the thing that occurred to me when he turned into a fish was, oh, he's dead. Like, he died. This is, like, his heaven. His heaven is, like, being a fish. And this movie is about a man who fell in the water and drowned. Yeah. And this is all, like, his as as the blood drains from his brain, this is, like, his fleeting images of, like, perfection as he drowned. Because he becomes a fish and helps fight a war. Worse, worse, worse than that, Travis. He falls in the water as he's drowning. He sees a fish, swaps bodies with it, traps that fish in the prison, in the husk of his dying human form. That fish that swaps into his body is probably like, fuck yeah, it's human time. Wait, dead. Oh, no. Body stealer. Mm, Oh, he's he's like a he's a jumper. He's a 
He's a switcher. He's one of those switchers. One of those fish switchers I read about in biology class. So Um, there was nothing in there, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a... But you know what? The one thing that I will say is that it... It was. It's like five minutes closer <laughs> to not to it be like. There's five more minutes of audio yeah. on the recording. No, they definitely heard us say shit for five minutes. That is undeniable. Well, it'll probably be a tight three and a half. Oop! And there's a sneeze. That yep. was that was a second and a half. Deposit it in the time bank. We have to keep sneezing. It's like the the, the burping. <laughs> In Willy Wonka, like we just if we just keep sneezing, we'll get to the end of the podcast. I'm working on it. I'm trying. Oh God, God, I have to sneeze. It's so hot uh, up in this office, and I'm gonna have to have an awkward conversation with my mailman tomorrow. <laughs> I have to sign for a lot of packages, so it's not like I can just hide. It's gonna be you like might a- have thought you heard me say "Teddy Bear Fuck Fest," but what I really said was, I. Uh, it was. I said, "County Fair Fuck Fest." Shit. No way. No. How about another question? Just I need you to dial back in. I need you to hit the uh, internet eject button, my boy. Three weeks ago, I went with a group of friends to Miami to celebrate a birthday with a surprise trip. Bullshit ensued. So the birthday boy and his GF were left without a room for the weekend. The GF asked me to front the money and said she was expecting a large sum of money in a few days and would pay me within five days. I charged that $350 to my credit card, expecting a prompt repayment. So far, this sounds like an email for someone asking us Absolutely to refund it does. a purchase that we did not contribute to in any way, shape, or form. It sounds like you're about to hit us up for cash. But any, let's Anywho, got $350. Uh, how do I ask for that money without asking for it? This is not a good question. Like, there's that app now, Venmo. Where you can just send them a little e message. It's like beep boop beep beep three fifty, please pay up. Beep boop beep 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 beep. You owe me. I'll cut you. Can you send them a, a PayPal invoice. That's exactly like yes, you can do that too. You have so send, many op- You have so many technical options. Send them a singing telegram. Well, no, because that's gonna cost money. Although you do have to spend money to make money, as Jay Z said, <laughs> vis a vis singing telegrams. <laughs> that's how we got to start. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. Would you be able to cut down on the initial expense by becoming a singing telegram person yourself? I don't think it would be effective if you got, if you like did the singing telegram asking for money, but I'm assuming there's an employee discount that you could get somebody else and find out who is like the best one because you would be intimately familiar with the organization uh, to, to, to get a cheaper singing telegram to ask for the money. So you're saying we solve this from the inside. Yeah, you go inside. You go deep. But that's company. Th- that's theft. That's theft from the company. It's embezzlement? I think it's embezzlement. If you use up the singing telegrams for your own gains, I think that's embezzlement. Yeah, for sure. No, I no, you at, I mean, you would still pay, but you'd pay the employee rate and it would be cheaper for you to hire a singing telegram. Or maybe they would do it as like you would go to them and they'd be like, "Listen, Every singing telegram person gets one for free mm-hmm. as a professional courtesy for through the union and the 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 long long history that we all share together as a career because it's the oldest profession. Yes, and and they say to you this is your one favor. Are you sure you want to expend it on this? But then it's like God, I don't know who maybe what what do you do next time you're trapped under a boulder 
and you need to get a message to the outside. Yeah, sure. And you can't rub that little medallion that they gave you when you got hired. Valarmogulis, sing for me. <laughs> this a man will sing one time to one name that you tell him to sing to. Do you want to use that to get the $350? Because I get it. I do. Times are tight. A fucking blind crow flies up to you and it's like, Happy birthday, Susan. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right, bye. How many minutes was those? Listen. I have to, I'm sorry. I have to use the restroom. That's fine. We're going to keep on, keep this goof train rolling. Keep going. Is there an answer to this? No, we should wait for Justice to get back from the bathroom. Okay. You know how uncomfortable it gets when it's just the two of us? God knows. It's just that we have nothing in common. How are... How's the wife? <laughs> we That's not true. We, you remember... Uh, um, you remember breakfast at Denny's? I think I remember And the I time. said, what about... <laughs> Breakfast at Denny's, he said, I got diarrhea for three years. I said, that sounds like that might have killed you. And you said, that's right, because now I'm a ghost. Yeah, right, that one could stay in. <laughs> For this episode, I'm going to be less like an editor and more like a bouncer. Like, all right, all right, you're cool. Sorry, man, we got too many sneezes in here. You got to wait outside. What's that, a song parody of Breakfast at Tiffany's? What is it? Breakfast at Denny's? Diarrhea jokes? Yeah, man. Bring in who you can come in. Bring bring your three friends. Um, I'm back. Hey. Hang on. All right, let's get back into it. Justin, we did a good bit about breakfast at, at uh, I sang breakfast at uh, Denny's, like it was breakfast at Tiffany's. It was fucked pretty That great. sounds funny. Yeah, it was yeah. good. You missed it. Uh, you can listen to it later. Well, we have, oh, did we finish that last one? I don't know. I was in the bathroom. We good. did not, but I, I can right now. You, you have to ask, and it sucks, and it's the worst. No, but you like, don't. I'm saying you have Venmo now. I, I don't have Venmo, by the way. So I like friends send me money for like meals and stuff. Like I buy for the group, and it's like Jeff has sent you ten bucks. You want it? And I say no, Venmo. You're not going to get your fucking hands on me. And no, Griffin. But what I'm saying is all of the all of that obfuscation, all of that avoidance behavior of like oh, I'm going to gently ask if you want it, right? And you want there to be no no confusion. Like, you just have to say, like, oh, by the way, when you get a second, I'm going to need that $350 back. I need to pay my credit card. With the juice. <laughs> you Maybe it. that's what you do. You sneak up behind her and just sort of whisper in her ear, the juice is running. The juice, <laughs> the juice, the juice it is. The juice will flow. What did you say? <laughs> what did you just, what did you say? And the juice. Say anything. And the juice uh, will flow. Who? Who? What happened? I literally like. I literally. I understand you're like asking for something, but I don't understand. The juice. Will the, juice. the juice is running. And give me the juice. You have very nice kneecaps. I would hate to. The juice is running. Drip, drop. You know how people put hits out on people like. That owe the money, right? The juice, as we've mentioned pr- previously, the juice, the juice is running. How, there should be, and then like if you, you know, it's a real nice 
place you got here to be real shame is something that happened to you. I'm melting. And you, like, knock a painting off the wall. Like, oh, girl, so he would actually tap. And it'd be real shame. And then you get, like, more threatening. So you get up, like, to the Nancy Kerrigan level of, like, it's a real nice ice you got here. Be a shame if you fell on it. And then, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's terrible. But there needs to be something like that for more... Sort of like trivial, manageable trivial debts. amounts of trivial yeah. things. Like it, what it's I a want real is like, nice friendship. It'd be a shame if like he stopped taking you to movies. I want somebody to run up to this girlfriend and um throw a pie in her face and just whisper like the juice is running. The juice will flow. Oh, Mr. McRae <laughs> There will always be <laughs> more pies. <laughs> 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 Realize pies I have at home. It'd be a shame if something happened to them. It'd be a shame I, if they got a face in them. It'd be a fa- shame to get some faces in these nice pies. Because nobody wants me. to eat face pies. My husband is a baker. The juice flows. <laughs> <laughs> My Brother, My Brother Me is brought to you in part by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform. Squarespace sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level with no coding required. You can get a free trial today with no credit card at squarespace.com. Use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word, and you can get 10% off your first purchase. I made a website called it's at sheetsshow.com with a Z. Sheets with a Z show.com i made it with squarespace it's a fucking you could probably do even better than that maybe with squarespace i've just had a brilliant idea for squarespace tie-in okay okay we need to create a website called thejuice.com and basically when you loan someone money you log into thejuice.com and it starts a reminder chain until you turn it off Room. That you still owe that person three fifty, and and it starts just like after seventy two hours you get an update, and then pretty soon it's like every hour, and every missive is read by Gary Sinise. Yep, Whoa, and he, but he very gets, threatening presence. But, yeah, but he gets more and more threatening as as the juice it, threatening, but like seemingly like uh you know under like. Logical, yeah. Not when it's, like, when it starts not like out, a crazy person, not like he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna kill you no matter what," but like very reasonable yeah, as yeah. long as the juice continues to flow. Um, yeah, he starts out. He's your friend. Listen, I uh, the, the juice is fun, but but I I know you're good for it. So just Ooh. bring it whenever you can. Maybe it's Gary Sinise and William H Macy, Fuck. a little like good cop, bad cop. Oh man, which one's which though? I don't, <laughs> well, they take turns. Yeah, let's finish the commercial. Squarespace, uh, build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. <laughs> Did you read the offer code? Yeah. You did? Yeah. You pretty sure? I think everyone remembers that it's uh, my brother, all one word. And you get 10% off your first purchase. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Uh, I also want to mention that my brother and my brother and me is supported in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium, obsessively engineered mattresses, which you can get for a fraction of the price. It doesn't say a fraction of the price of what, but I'm going to guess other mattresses but there's probably a lot of things that is a fraction of the price of a full home 
A Bugatti. A Bugatti. I need the juice so I can buy a Bugatti. I don't know what that is. I love it, though. I love it's it, like too. It's like a mole man gangster. It's like he swallows certain consonants, but they change. He, anyway, uh, Casper has a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days. That's six and a half months with free delivery and painless returns. These are mattresses that are made in America so that you you know that they're full of liberty. And my brother, my brother, me li- listeners can get $50 towards any mattress purchase. You just go to casper.com slash my brother and use the pro- pro- promo code my brother. That's all one word at the checkout. Um, terms and conditions do apply on that particular transaction. I sleep on a Casper mattress. I love it very, very much. It replaced my old mattress and I've never looked back. They're fine products. You are you are going to be pleased with these, I guarantee. Uh, we have another message. Let me tell you about Wild Speculation. Wild okay. Speculation is a comedy podcast hosted by Henry and Brandon, two childhood friends turned 20-something Portlanders, who explore a vast world of hypotheticals ranging from which superhero would make the best lover, to what will the next big health fad be, to which American president would win in a 44-man cage match. It's a lively romp through time, space, sarcasm, and what would happen if Liam Neeson had to fight a wolf in all of his movies. I'm pretty sure that already happens, but anyways, go to Wild Speculation podcast.com and check out the sam- uh, you can check out the sampler uh, bit.ly forward slash wild speculation or find wild speculation on iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe there's lots of ways to listen to it you should go check it out all right listen I got it listen listen you probably yours is probably more pressing it's very pressing there are a lot of subplots in the movie love actually <laughs> I don't think anybody would notice if we added one more Maybe after Liam Neeson sees off his son, who's falling in love with the girl who sings the song at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert for Love Actually. He had to fight a fucking wolf. I, I've never seen it, but Griffin, is it about all the storylines tying together? Yeah? Yes, and the wolf ne- would- Wait, wait a minute. Stop the podcast. You've never seen Love Actually? That is correct. I'm I'm waiting for the right moment. <laughs> so you're to, waiting for I the, want it to be perfect. You're waiting for the lupine director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just want a wolf fight to be going on in the background I'm of prom scene. I'm proud of you. Future. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> ah, fuck. Wa- Not again. <laughs> I have to go fight a wolf now. And then you just see the wolf fight in the back of a different scene. And it's just like, oh, it all ties together. That was the wolf from before. But then, you, he doesn't kill the wolf, he just beats the shit out of it. And the wolf limps off, and Mr. Bean from that movie finds him. Because Mr. Bean doesn't get like a romantic resolution in that film. He falls in love with a the wolf. They have fucking crazy-looking wolf children. We, we just read an ad for a podcast that, at the end of the ad, described what I assume is perhaps a signature bit for this program. Yeah, we looked at that And they were shit. like then we were like, "Oh, sounds funny. We'll take we'll take that." <laughs> Let's yeah. see if we can steal from these people too. That's fair. Uh, we got a special message from Michelle D from Kevin H. Dear Shell Bell, I want to wish you happy birthday and your first as my wife. I love you and the time we spend together with all my heart. Make fun of that. Yeah, assholes. I don't think we can. What if they had to fight a wolf? Kevin, Michelle, your union and love is a constant sense of uh, disappointment, uh, joy, <laughs> and optimism. I think there should be another storyline in Love Actually. Yeah, 
That's your guys. Just you like, know what? We should just keep like George Lucasing people in. Right? No, no. no it's not George Lucasing. It's like there's so many fucking subplots in that movie. Let's keep adding stuff in, and we, I think we can add one in. That's like those books that your parents would buy you as a kid. It's like this is a story about Gregory the Space Boy. You know what I mean? I do. You know what would be fucking like the most lucrative business ever is if you told people that you would make them like for a, a, an anniversary or, or, or wedding gift or what have you, a custom version of Love Actually with their storyline intercut in between the different storylines. What would you pay? For to love, have Army Hammer play you in a movie today. Fuck. Well, I don't think you're going to stage the scenes with Hollywood A-listers. I well, then how else would you do it, Justin? You would have, like, everybody's got iPhones. You've probably got a whole dramatic arc on your iPhone that we could cobble together. That's what, fair. What if you, but then you do that, and then you get too deep in the art, and you're like, listen, listen. These scenes aren't working. I'm sorry, Kevin and Michelle. I'm cutting you back out of the movie. I'm putting you back on the cutting room floor. I'm too deep into my my new director's cut of uh, of uh, Love Actually. I can't believe you haven't seen Love Actually. This holiday season, Travis, get ready to set sail to the island of joy and love as we watch Love Actually together as a family. Okay. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Down about Yahoo. Okay. okay. We've only done two actual questions. Yeah. Uh, this Yahoo is, is how this usually goes. This Yahoo is sent by Drew Davenport, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. This this one's mostly for me, and it's more of just sort of a jumping off point for a discussion I've been meaning to have with the two of you. This Yahoo uh, was asked by an anonymous user who asks, "Will there be any gems when Pokemon Go comes out? What is Pokemon Go?" Is there any talk of official gyms being opened? How weird would it be if my hubby and I started a gym? We have an idea of handing out little badges if someone can beat us and our actual gym junkie friends. Scary looking personal trainer trainers who are secret mega nerds. Good idea, bad idea. Is there gong to be an official gym? Pokemon Go, Travis, is an upcoming mobile game that is location based where you collect Pokemon. But oh, on your phone. That sounds interesting. My question is this. Can I turn my house into a Pokemon gym? And then children would come to me to try and best mm-hmm. me. Of course, they they don't stand a fucking chance. But it's good to have aspirations. Mm-hmm. The key here, Griffin, yeah. you need to have like 15 friends yeah. all standing facing different directions within your home. That's a good, yeah. That when they walk through, they get engaged in a fight with your 15 uh, and friends I'll need to first. make paths out of like garbage cans or something. Correct. To sort of force right. them to sort or of. Or maybe some like trees growing up through the floor. I'm basically. Well, they might have to cut through. Yeah, we're basically talking about a, a kid maze in my house. Yes. You have to build a kid labyrinth, yeah. a yeah. kid dungeon in your home 
that they have to fight a bunch of adults to fight a big adult. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this, to get a bag. Is this Griffin's just sitting at the end juggling, fushiging two glass balls in super tight pants, just waiting for his kid delivery. Well, they'd once be, he bests his minions. They would be pokeballs, and also, it's not a kid delivery. There's, there's no fucking guarantee that a kid that comes into the beginning of my crucible makes it to the end of it undefeated. In fact, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pack, I'm gonna stack this gym with fucking pros. It's, it's gonna, it's going to be, it's it's going to be brutal. It's going to be a what, torture well, what's chamber. What's the theme? What's the theme? Are you like? Is it a bug theme? Is it? Yeah, Travis. Uh, 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 yeah, Travis. I'm going to open up a bug type Pokemon gym. You idiot. Yeah, that's what I want because I want to give out. I want to. I want to shit out badges for every ham and egger that comes to my front door. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Travis. Go Caterpie. That's me. You fucking imbecile. Yeah, go. Uh, do your best, Kakuna. You, what are you fucking talking? Yeah, bug type gym. All right, um, okay, I'm gonna well, go. I've embarrassed maybe, myself. Maybe fire. Fire type? Could you do fire, fire based? Type? Maybe yeah, a fire. Yeah, I'll probably like, just. That's a good idea, Justin. I'll probably just do a fire type one, so that one kid with one Blastoise can fuck up my whole shop. Killed all of us with one Blastoise, huh? Wow, shit, I should have... Just do rock, then. Just do rock type. The same Blastoise would fuck (laughs) my rocks. What sense does that make, by the way? Why why is rock weak against water? Are they talking about erosion? Erosion, Because that happens over thousands of years. Yeah. It's a long grift, no doubt. What about a grasp type, Jim Griffin? You guys are fucking killing me. Poison type, stabbing type. Now, poison type is not a bad idea. You know there really is a poison type. Yes, I do. Yeah, that one's kind of tough. Nobody can really keep straight what does good again. I think ground, but it, it, that one I think I might trip up a few kids. That one I think I might catch a few kids in my web. Just poison some kids. Well, I love that. I love that. Our we open the show talking about how fucking stupid and awful our schedules are now. And now we also have to account for many nights of the week. Yeah. Griffin will be sitting in a recl- like a, a secluded room in his home waiting for children to beat him at Pokemon. Well, no, there's also going to be, I mean, I, I got to get the fucking things. There's going to be well, a lot. There's, there's other people there. There's going to be a lot of me going around gathering. Yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have some sort of secondary. No one, no one ever talks about that in the Pokemon world until a child shows up to challenge this building full of adults. Yeah, are all the adults just standing around going, "Man, I hope somebody shows up." Boy, it'd be great if you get some fucking kids up in here. I am fucking. I am bored. Bored. There is That's- literally nothing else in this gym. That's how they stick their heads out the door like, hey, are there any local kids? Any local kids in the neighborhood want to come over and play Pokemon? That's definitely, definitely going to be me, though. Where's Griffin? I We haven't heard from him in a while. Last I heard, he was in the Mojave Desert, and he was just walking around catching sand shrews. That's going to be me. When that shit drops, I will be a distant memory to the two of you. <laughs> this, podca- I- this podcast will be Golden Oldies. Because it will be canceled. Because they don't get Wi-Fi in the Mojave. I quit coffee a couple of weeks ago, and I've basically gone through all the withdrawal symptoms and no longer have headaches. However, whenever I smell coffee, I still really want it. And last night, I had a dream about drinking coffee. Have any of you ever quit coffee? And if so, are there any tricks you use to convince your brain to stop wanting coffee? 
And that's from Laura. And the answer is never in a million bajillion years. I have recently cut back from five cups in the morning to two. Gotta have my cup of mud. <laughs> gotta have my Joe. <laughs> Are you? I gotta have my Joe. If- I basically have a symbiotic relationship with caffeine at this point. I don't think of it as a drug. I think of it as a partnership. <laughs> Let me tell you how I feel. This is my feelings towards both coffee and beer. They are the closest things to magical potions that exist in real life. Oh, good. Okay. So- <laughs> they are the closest thing to, like, a, a, a Zelda, a Legend of Zelda style, drink this red thing, drink this blue thing, and feel instantly different that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. That you- and five-hour energy drink. It's the fact that you have, like, one thing that you can definitely control. There's yes. one thing that you can definitely do, and that's make yourself feel a little less sleepy. Yes. Only now, in my life, I, I started morning caffeine when I was like sophomore in high school, drinking a Diet Mountain Dew every morning to just get the engine revving. I had a lot of what you <laughs> would describe some high as- high-octane fuel. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of what you could charitably describe as bowel issues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, but I've been doing that. I wouldn't know how to, I'm never going to do that. And it's kind of nice to make your peace with that because then you can stop sweating it, right? Like I'm never going to stop ever. It's, I'll it's never not quit. a test. Like there's, there's not somebody when you're at 40, who's going to go still drinking coffee, huh? Ooh. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I, don't, I, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Hey, guys, I don't exercise. It makes my coffee spill. Now say something about wine. Hey guys, I don't have a problem with coffee. I have a problem without coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Okay. So now that we've mocked this person and their life decisions, no, it's um, a bad decision. I, just get okay. But listen, you are in a rare. Let me just tell you, this is probably not what you came to hear. So you can stop listening now if you're worried about your your uh, resolve wavering. We're going to make some goofs, and you can stop listening to them, and it's okay, and there's no harm harm done. You are in the like a righteous position that I wish I was in, where you could drink coffee now and feel it. Ooh. You know how long since I felt? I only feel not coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't feel coffee. The only feeling I have is not coffee and Justin. Those are the two <laughs> different settings I have, okay? I don't have a feeling of like, Wow, I'm drinking coffee. Like, I can't feel it anymore. You are in a position to get, like, a a mild, a a PSL. Just to really dial into the message we're putting out here right now is we are making this person who has shown that they possess a level of willpower that the three of us couldn't even imagine. Combined. Combined. We are trying to sell them on just how fucking good a relapse is going to feel. Oh, my God. God, it's going to feel so... Do you guys know how, like, how many things in my life, like, how many choices I would need to undo before coffee was the bad guy? Like, if I got to a point where coffee was like, well, all I've got left is this coffee, I would have ascended to, like, a Buddha-like state of transcendence at that point. Like, I have infinite, like, just life cruft. That I would need to dust off of myself before I even saw coffee in the emotional wreckage that is my <laughs> my current day to day. Like 
Co- I can't even find coffee right now. I don't even know where. I'm not even aware that I'm drinking it because I'm doing so many other terrible things. Number one, doing eight podcasts every day. Yeah, like that's <laughs> taking a pretty hefty toll on my spirit. Um, I'll see. I mean, we could all eat healthier. Uh, <laughs> I was eating. I'll, I was eating turkey bacon at breakfast with Dad and, and Justin during LA Podfest. And they looked at me like I was fucking on fire. Like, what are you? What? It's some really good bacon there, though. It had a rich, smoky flavor. I enjoy a turkey bacon. There, I say. I it. enjoy it not too. Like I, this. This looked terrible. This was like this looked like meat by the foot. It was meat. It was by not. The, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah. That's six feet of meat for you. Not that these were pork roll ups. Is what these were. Yeah, and they were. It, they weren't even pork though. They were a nightmare. Gristle tape. They were gristle tape. <laughs> Do you guys want a Yahoo? Uh, sure, yeah. Which one's good for you? By the way, I meant we should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I'm good sorry we're such dicks about it. Like honestly, I I drink an unhealthy amount of coffee, and it's going to make my fucking bones disintegrate. It's going to nothing. It's going to rule. It's going <laughs> to give you a great bowel movement in about 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a Yahoo sent by Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. Zoe Kinski, thank you. It's by Yahoo answers user Meta B who asks. Do all people who get LASIK eye surgery see ghosts? My my brother's getting one, and I am afraid he might see ghosts. Update, LASIK with a K. Sorry, they misspelled LASIK in the title, but then they fucking got it. Update two, they laughed at something somebody said. So Update two, yes. Yes is the answer. Do, what? do, do, now, 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 do all people who get LASIK eye surgery see ghosts? What percentage? What is the, what's the spread? What's the Vegas odds on whether or not this LASIK will give us ghost vision? It sounds to me like this person heard of the movie The Eye, mm-hmm. but did not trouble themselves to go see it in theaters Mm-mm. or on DVD or Blu-ray. And so, I feel like the question should be worded. Do Does any, getting LASIK. Yeah, do any. Has there ever been a single time in recorded history that the movie The Eye happened in real life? Except that that's not what happened in The Eye. And The but Eye wasn't like... not the fear, like, can I do just this once? Can I get LASIK and not see a fucking ghost for once? For once, please. I'm so tired. What if you only see it in one eye? What if you get LASIK and just odds, like, one eye sees ghosts and one eye does not? So that would be sweet because you would be able to walk around with an eye patch and people would be like, what's up with that? And you're like, ugh, don't get me started. I've, but you would have horrible depth perception and keep walking into ghosts. I've, you'd have horrible depth perception, but you'd have great death perception. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Write okay, that I'm one tired. down. I'm going to lie down. Send it into humor in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> humor in uniform? I don't think it would fit in. No, because it, it wasn't. <laughs> no, but it was the only magazine I could think of that might take jokes. Playboy? That, I don't know. Who's not a take jokes? While humor in uniform isn't a magazine, it would be a segment in Reader's Digest. I think what you're looking for is Justin's Say the Darndest Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the section of Reader's Digest that you would send that to. Um, I have a, a bit of a, a lazy eye in my, my partially blind eye. Is that because there's a fucking ghost in there? Just sort of knocking Maybe you just saw too many ghosts that burned it out. That's possible. Do you remember any ghosts, Griffin? Close your eyes. Sorry, it got real. Did you see a ghost inside your eyelid? Yeah. <laughs> just, shh. Yeah, he's <laughs> in. Don't let him find me. He's in there. What if in order to, like, when you close your eyes, you saw ghosts? 
mm-hmm. and there was just one ghost that lived in your eyes when you closed your eyes. Can you imagine trying to go to sleep? <laughs> Jesus, Justin. Justin, you just wrote a Yahoo Answers question. You just wrote a fucking heroin trip. <laughs> what if there were ghosts in your heart to sleep? What if you were Read these in your two eyes. sentence ghost stories and you won't sleep tonight? Is the laser that they use in LASIK eye surgery just concentrated ghosts? Mm-hmm. Is that all? <laughs> it's powered by ghosts. Open it up. It's a ghost prison. In Is there. that all that lasers are? Because that would make the Star Wars movies pretty fucking spooky, if you ask me. Is the laser from LASIK just a proton pack that they shrunk down? And it was usually originally used to capture ghosts, but instead, like, summons them. Wouldn't that be a horrible revelation from Ghostbusters that the technology they use to trap ghosts is powered by, like, ground-up ghosts? Oh, That's fuck. sick. That's fucking <laughs> sick, That's fucking Bankman. disgusting. What you is should that? be ashamed of yourself, Egon. That's Maybe my they... Meemaw that you're blasting out there. <laughs> you ground up my Meemaw to turn her into a laser beam. You use my Meemaw uh, to catch my people, you dick. Hold up. Wait a minute. When I die, if I could get the option to be ground up and turn into a laser beam, that is absolutely what I would want to be. Are you kidding me? It would be sweet, yeah. Maybe they didn't figure out a way to use to power their weapons with ground up ghosts. Maybe they found a way to power themselves with ground up ghosts. Ooh. By which I mean they accidentally ate a ghost once and just like got the fever. And they, even before the Ghostbusters uh, and uh, stuff. Uh, 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 Pac Man fever? Because he uh, eats Pac-Man fever. Eats yes, yes. Count it. Griffin say the darnest things. Page thirty-four. The New Reader's Digest. Check it out. Uh, what if they eat ghosts? Like, what if that's what? Like, when you if you were to sneak up on the Ghostbusters during off hours, you would see them sitting down to a big plate of ghosts. That's horrible. I hate that. I hate it too. But the good news but is, sense. we've done an hour. Yes, yeah! we've made it. Folks, listen. Uh, uh, fuck me. I hope this episode is okay, folks. It's like it's like not a joke. We have completely overbooked ourselves for, for the month of September. Not just with podcast stuff, but with like a bunch of life stuff too. But thank you for thank you for sticking with us. It's you've all been really cool. I know it sucks when we put up episodes late and they're delayed and stuff. Like we we don't enjoy doing it either. But you guys have been pretty chill about it. And really understanding. I promise we'll get back we'll to get back more to regular schedule. Things are going to calm down. And have we even talked about the Switcheroo episode that's coming up in October no. what fifth? That Monday. We're, yeah, yes. that week. For that week, as a Max Fun special event, all of the shows on the Max Fun Network are switching shows. So uh, the Adventure Zone is swapping with the Flop House. We're we're doing each other's shows that week. That'll be real fun. Um, uh, and my brother, my brother, and me is switching with Jordan Jesse Go. And and are you ready for this? The three hosts of My Brother, My Brother, and Me that week, Dave Holmes, Cameron Esposito, and Jesse Thorne. So we're fucked, basically, because we're going to come back, and people will be like, where did the... Where the fuck... Where did the confident, <laughs> beautiful, hilarious <laughs> yeah. people go? What happened? Now I'm back with these three goblins. Um, but anyway, that's going to be real fun. You can hear us that week over on Jordan, Jesse, Go, and them here. Where, what are you guys... You, what Sawbones is swapping with... With uh, oh no, Ross and oh no, Carrie. Ross and Carrie, Bunker Buddies. Who are y'all? Bunker Buddies is doing Baby Geniuses. That'll be fun. Um, and then uh, oh, what what? And Baby Geniuses is doing Lady to Lady. Oh, so a little triangle swap there. 
Yeah. That'll be fun. Anyway, it's going to be a fun week. That's October 5th is the when I think the when the Mabim Bam's going up. Uh, so, yeah. Um, it's going to be a crazy game of poker. It's going to be a crazy game of poker, but then things are going to calm down. Like, we... we we've never done as many live shows as we've done this year. We've done like a pretty ridiculous amount of live shows this year for us, not for, you know, um, like normal. Like when we normal plan on doing those live shows, we all, we said, you know, at the beginning of this year, like guys, we have to get out there and do more shows and get on the road. What we didn't really consider is like, we use those same human bodies to, yeah. to do the podcast every week. Right. So we can't, we're not like, we didn't do clones. We can't like, uh, uh, you know, partition that off. Like we have to use these same bodies to do all of it. Yeah, that's right, Justin. So if someone could invent surrogates, that would be so dope. Anyway, thank you. on a completely non-complaining about. How I, I'm not. I'm not complaining are. about how successful we are. I'm saying like I know it's been like weird. Not. I'm weird, just taking but- ownership of the fact that we've like. That it's hard. There's like yes. a lot of it. Like we're trying to keep a lot of plates spinning, and there's just three of us, and we're doing our fucking best. And we're sorry. We're so appreciative to you the for for continuing to listen and hang in there with us and be so like cool and enthusiastic about everything because it's like it's all fun stuff i just never want like you know the you the mabim bambinos the originals the listeners like you guys are always going to be our number one fan well, i would like to give you guys a reward for sticking with us and um for being so cool and it is this our buddy Emmanuel Miranda they're streaming Hamilton the Musical. You can listen to the entire cast recording right now. I'm gonna if you just I'm actually like just basically just Google it. Yeah, just Google like Hamilton live stream, and you can like listen. It's good. You know, I've been bumping that shit all day. But what I will say is, if you haven't seen the show, I'll actually tell you not to do it. Not to not to even go see it and enjoy it in person, and then you have earned the the right to enjoy it with your ear holes because you missed a lot. But, There's a lot of good choreography. You also, you should stream it. And buy it. You should buy it on iTunes. Buy it, but don't listen to it. Buy it, but save it for yourself. But if you do listen to it, uh, there's a secret My Brother, My Brother, Me goof in there. Yeah. That's correct. That's pretty wonderful. Arguably one and a half. Yes. The judges are still out. The judges are still out. There's definitely one that you will definitely get. We also want to thank everybody who came out to watch LA Podfest and everybody who Y'all, it was a fun, it was exhausting, but it was a fun fucking week and week. Just basically, it was us doing shows and fucking kicking it with Tim and Guy from Worst Idea of All Time, who are the coolest dudes. It was great. And we know that there were some issues with the live stream, and we're sorry. We had no control. We had literally no, it was just frustrating for us being up on stage, seeing people on Twitter talk about how they couldn't, like, get access to this thing. They had, like... Bought a ticket for and played an event around. I know it's it sucks and we're we're it will still be up on the archives though, even though it didn't work uh, on the weekend. So you still do get a chance to see it, even though it's not live. Um, I I think for the audio for that one and for Adventure Zone, we're just gonna put up as a as a a, a donor bonus um, instead of just putting it up in the regular feed. Um, uh, so so if you're if you're a max fund donor, that'll just pop up. Uh, eventually once we get the audio from it it's weird like there are certain restrictions what we can do with it because it wasn't like our thing it was part of the festival so um, I, th- I think that might be what we have to do with it yes but we're, we'll figure out something but just bear with us check out all the other amazing Max Fun shows as we said coming up in two weeks is going to be the Switcheroo episode so you may want to start um, kind of preparing yourself check out all the other shows that you haven't checked out yet why haven't you checked them out yet they're, they're all, all very good, good. Um, and thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for a theme song instead of Partridge off the album, putting the days to bed. 
It's a great album. Oh, yep. I oh. I one more thing. Oh, yep. We did a My Brother, My Brother, and Me Fantasy Football League. It's me and like 11 other really awesome people, and I started a podcast to update. If that's something you might be interested in. If you want to hear in. Travis talk about his fantasy football teams in a league you're not a part of. If that's the thing that you might be interested in, it's the My Brother, My Brother, and Me Fantasy Football League. It's on iTunes now. I don't know. We do like Tuesday and Wednesday episodes. I don't know. Maybe check that out if you want to. It's not. You say we. It's you. It's just It's, it's me. just yeah, you. Yeah, it's me. It's me, so like I don't know if you. The show to. should just be called My Brother. Well, I tried to get you on it, Griffin, but you have informed me you do not care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, football. dog. You don't give a fuck because I beat your ass. All right. Well, this week. this episode is gonna come to an end now. Thanks to Matt Gifford who sent in this Yahoo. Thank you, Matt. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something has gone wrong. I'm gonna call him Broccoli Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Broccoli Bill asks. When did the phrase get jiggy with it become extinct? <laughs> my name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Broccoli Bill. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Ross. Hi, Carrie. What do you think is creepier? Okay. You jump into a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the water goes away. And instead of water, there is the bones of your dead ancestors. Or Mm -hmm. our show. That's pretty tough because we visited a live exorcism. We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis where we had to worship a naked lady. Oh, and we joined that Tony Alamo cult. Dope. They were scary. Super creepy. We joined the Ethere Society. We tried penis enlargement, or at least oh, I did. Oh boy, I tried breast enlargement. We have basically done every creepy, weird, fringe thing except for thousands more, which we will get to if you listen to our show. I'd still say the swimming pool with my ancestors' bones. Well, then I don't even know if people should listen. I guess they shouldn't. But if you want to, we're at Maximum Fun, and the show's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie.